Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. All right, here we go. Welcome to yet another podcast. It's amazing how much God just delivers these things to me. Um, I wake up in the morning with, you know, a to-do list and a schedule and all the things, and I sit down to do my seeker time, and and God's, you know, just speaking to me, ministering to my heart, telling me things. And this morning, as I woke up, it was like as soon as my eyes opened, as soon as my feet hit the floor, I could hear him talking to me, talking to me about discussions I've recently had. Um, for some of you, you're in my thinner circle, so he's talking to me about discussions that you and I just had, that we just had in our most recent thinner circle meetings. Um, and I could hear God talking to me about a matter that's been on my heart. Um, one of the things that I'm struggling with is, um, and we talked about this in our last thinner circle meeting too, but I, I've been struggling with being able to fast longer in this new world that I live in, you know, where I'm having to school the children at home and, you know, I, I never leave the house. So it seems nobody leaves the house. So it seems, (laughs) um, you know, I'm in the season of just different and, um, and sometimes different presents new challenges. And for me, one of the challenges being presented right now is it's harder to fast and I don't have, the same fasting strength that I used to have. Um, and how that's a little bit confusing to me because I like to fast longer because when I fast longer, I feel him more. And he's been, he's been ministering to my heart during those times when I can't fast as long and telling me he's still here. He's still with me. Um, so today's podcast isn't entirely clear to me yet in terms of exactly how it's going to come together because I I came down here this morning hearing God speak to me about like almost like a follow-up to my last thinner circle call and then I also heard him speaking to me and meeting me where I am addressing my confusion over my inability to be as strong in fasted states and I heard him so loudly in my heart as I walked down those steps and I sat down in my chair and before I could even open my Bible or pray, I heard him just say, write. And I immediately just got my journal, got my pen, didn't even have my glasses on. Girl, I'm 48 years old. I don't do much of anything close to my body like writing or any of these things without my readers on. And I sat down in my chair and wrote out two pages without my readers. I mean, it was just, God is just pouring out of me. So, um, I don't know yet how this is all going to be woven together, but I want to talk to you about this. I want to talk to you about fasting and surrendering your lusts of the flesh because it is hard. I know it is hard. Um, not just the obvious hard either. It's it's not the obvious things because, you know, it's not the obvious, you know, going without food is hard. Um, but fasting, fasting when we're doing it, it is how we surrender 
our lusts of the flesh. Um, as we step into, you know, being able to fast, we're, we're, we're saying no to, I want to eat this right now because it's easier because I always eat at this point. We're saying no to our lusts of the flesh. We're saying no to our body. We're reconditioning ourselves. However, when we fast, oh man. And if you don't know this yet, I just want you to go on a walk with me. When you fast, things can happen. I mean, like hearing his voice and drawing him closer. And in that hearing of his voice and drawing him closer is where you start to step into into his power through you. You know, like you have power in yourself through him. And it's an amazing place to be. So much so that leaving that fasted state is hard and confusing. And that's exactly what I was talking to the thinner circle about earlier this week was how it's how it's difficult sometimes to break our fasts, you know, like we get into that sweet spot of hearing him and feeling him near that we begin to not want to break our fast. And that's, you know, a confusing space. And for so many of us, it's confusing because we get we we're so weak around food and we're so used to feeling a little bit at least in my case and let me know how you relate to this but i almost it's it's where we flip the switch and go from being spirit led to we think we're being flesh led because we're used to when we step into eating we're used to feeling a little bit of shame and a little bit of disappointment when we eat because We've practiced for so long in our dieting lives being disobedient with our food choices and, um, you know, and with our desire to feel that fullness and with our desire for life to be easy and food to be readily available and food to be an extension of our comfort that for so long that when we're fasting and we're seeking God and we feel that fullness of his spirit that we don't want to stop fasting. And it's because of the conditioning of our minds. So eating after fasting can be confusing and it can be a little bit tricky because, you know, the enemy wants it to be tricky for us, quite honestly. I mean, he wants us to now, he doesn't want you to be fasted. (laughs) Let's face it. He doesn't want praying and fasted Christians because he knows biblical truths. He knows where our power is. He knows how we draw God closer. So it's tricky and confusing to us when we start to break our fast because that is where, that is where we, you know, that's where we're straddling the line between the spiritual and the physical spaces because we start to see that, oh my goodness, is God, is God still going to be close to me even when I stop eating this? You know, am I just feeding my lust of the flesh or is God going to be there with me? And, you know, that's where I began to journal this morning and I could hear the Holy Spirit talking to me. And, you know, I just started writing without my glasses. I could hear the Holy Spirit saying to me that he is with us even when you eat. And eating the right thing is when and how you allow him to stay in your presence Eating the right thing allows you to stay in his spiritual presence while you practice obedience in your physical presence. I mean, 
what you do when you're fasting, when you're fasting, that is hard stuff. And when you're fasting, it's hard. I think it's kind of hard. How do I want to say this? When I'm fasting and it's hard to fast, I think of how much I love God more than I love eating. More than I love eating at this exact moment, even when my body wants to. And that my suffering in that little moment, my not eating in that moment is an act of dying to my flesh so that I can be closer to him. Do you? Does that resonate with you? Does that make sense to you? And the more that we practice living this way, the easier it becomes. In fact, it's like, it's like the same recipe, if you think about it, that the enemy uses to get us overweight. Think about that. Because when you seek the world and the things of the world, the food, the taste, the feelings of the fullness, and the more is more mentality and you know, all of that that comes from being in this world, which is really confusing. But before you know it, you're practicing feeding your cravings. And then the enemy's work is done. And before you know it, you're hooked on the food. And it's like, it's like the enemy's a drug dealer, <laughs> if you think about it. I mean, he's corrupted yet another system that God has created. I mean... God is the way that we stop conforming to the patterns of this world, but it takes concerted effort and it takes practice. I mean, you're going to have to get uncomfortable in your life in order to undo this pattern, to start stepping into renewing your mind and transforming your body. I mean, you've been conformed to your circumstances, to what you allow happen in your life. You've been conformed to your thinking patterns and your feeling patterns and your habits and your doing. I mean, all of this about food, all of it about your level of ease in life, and all of it has been a weapon used against you. And God wants to renew your mind and restore and strengthen you. And, you know, on this journey, on this narrow path with him, his part, his part really is to use what was formed against you, the weapon of food addiction, the weapon of comfort, the weapon of easy, the weapon of just obeying a meal plan and willpower, all of it. He, his part is to use what was formed against you, all of those weapons and to take them and to use them for your good. I mean, this journey that you're on right now, this could be the thing to bring you closer to him. The weapon of ease that was formed against you, the weapon of food addiction that was formed against you, he is using to bring you closer to him for you to see just how much more deeply you need him in your minute by minute walk on this weight loss path. I mean, your weight loss is an act of of deepening your love and dependency on him. As really as your father undoes what the world has done to you. As you let him. 
That is your part. His part is to strengthen and empower and to love you every single step of the way. And your part is trusting that he will strengthen you so that you can plan the foods, that you can prep the foods and do the things that are just too hard for you to do on your own, even in weight loss. So I encourage you to recognize right now that he's with you on this journey and that your job is the letting, the letting him transform you, the letting him help you as he helps you stop conforming to the patterns of this world so that you can be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Ah, even in weight loss, it's going to require you to get uncomfortable so that he can undo the patterns that have been done in your life. You know, I'm reminded of that song. You probably have heard it. Let me see. I wrote it down somewhere. It's by Jesus Culture. As I was journaling this morning, it's by Jesus Culture. It's called Holy Spirit. And it talks about how, you know, how God is our living hope. His presence is what we're after. It's we're after the glory of his goodness. And I just encourage you today to see how this journey that you're on right now, it is not to lose weight. It is not to become socially accepted. It is not to just for you to, you know, love who you are again. You can love who you are right now. But I would encourage you to just see that in the difficulty, that you're on a journey to be corrected. And in that correction is how you are displaying how much more you seek him, how much more you love him than you love the taste, than you love the comfort, than you love the feeling of fullness that all of your crucifying of your fleshly cravings and your lust of the flesh, all of that is an act of love. Your obedience is an act of love. Your desire to get off the couch and plan the food and make a grocery list and go to the store, all of it is because you want more of him in you and less of the world in you, less of you in you. And I'm telling you that when you prioritize him and you let your life be an act of love and worship of him instead of all of the things of this world, that he corrects it all inside of you, that all of it becomes easier, that for your obedient heart just seeking him, just wanting to show him how much you love him, all of that, from all of that comes your transformation. I'm not joking when I tell you, I surrendered that number on the scale. I gave him that number that I wanted to see pop up between my feet. I so wanted to see 115 appear. I mean, I'm only five foot two, but I wanted to see 115 appear. And the minute I said, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to seek that number anymore. I seek you. I seek your fullness. 
I seek to walk with you. I seek to desire to want to cook the right foods to keep this spiritual strength in my heart so that I feel like I'm walking in the spirit, even when I'm breaking my fast and eating, even when I'm smelling McDonald's french fries, even when, even when I'm craving that birthday cake that is in front of me on my birthday. No, my desire is to constantly be led in the spirit to feel and hear his voice. So in those moments when it's hard, I see that as how I'm surrendering and crucifying. I'm crucifying me just like he crucified himself. He allowed himself to be crucified out of love. I'm crucifying myself, my flesh out of love for him. And I'm telling you the minute I did that and I gave up seeing that number between my toes, between my feet, and I just desired to feel a fullness of his spirit that could only come of me getting the world and its food out of me perpetually. For me, the more I stepped away from sin, I knew that I was practicing sin every single time I cheated, every single time I sabotaged, whatever you want to call it. I knew that I was making a place where the the Holy Spirit couldn't live because I was choosing darkness over light. And the minute I desired to be in the light constantly in my food choices and my desire to not eat for a little bit longer for 10 more minutes, to seek his presence more fully, to have more fullness of him, to make more space in my spirit, in my soul for him, The minute I exchanged all of that for him, I became stronger. I stepped into more power. And it wasn't anything I was doing on my own. It was my minute by minute praying, asking him to come closer, for him to fill me more than I fill me, for him to have more residence in me than the world had residence in me. And the minute I started doing that every single day, prioritizing him, praying for him to strengthen me to sit up and get off the couch and go make the food and do the hard things. And I started sacrificing my comfort and my easy button. And I started seeing that adversity is where I'm strengthened. And I started doing that and he made me stronger. He's making me stronger every single day. And right now I see my obedience as an act of worship. I see my desire to seek him instead of that number on the scale or that reflection in the mirror as an act of worship. My obedience is an act of worship. So my encouragement for you today is to just go deeper with him. To stop seeing this as how things taste, how things feel what things smell like and what they taste like and just exchange it for the fullness you get when you are in his presence and to know that it's okay to stop eating the food God you know to come up with a prayer even when you're you know a prayer for when you feel like eating the wrong foods and a prayer for you know 
you want to keep fasting. You know that you're not hungry. You know that you have enough food on your body that you can make it 12 hours. You could make it 16 hours. I mean, we're not talking starvation here. We're talking going a little bit without food with some degree of frequency and then making the right choices to eat the right foods. I know for me, I, I'm i right now practicing to go longer between my meals when it's hard because there's so many easy buttons. <laughs> I just said that and I don't know if you if the mic picked it up or not, but my stomach just growled so big. I'm practicing praying, Lord, I love you more than I love this food or than the idea of eating right now. I want to be filled with your Holy Spirit. Lord, guide me. Let me hear your voice. Show me what to eat, when and how to prepare it, and at what time I should eat today. Tell me to obey your voice. Your, I'm sorry, help me to obey your voice in my life more than the voice of my hunger. Show me, God, how to do this. I am practicing praying and seeking him more so that I can be stronger in this new wilderness of my schedule and my time are not, it's not my own. And so I'm, I'm in a new wilderness on so many levels. So I encourage you to stop conforming to the patterns of the world, to see the dieters mentality that is inside of you, the happens and that happens the way that you know, the way that our old dieters mentality is a weapon used against us, the way that the enemy doesn't want you to be a fasted, praying Christian. <laughs> he wants you to have these stories in your head about, oh goodness, I can't stop eating because if I eat, you know, the old dieters mentality snaps into place. If I eat, that's bad. No, it's not bad. When you break your fast and you eat, you need to pray to eat the right things and the spirit is going to stay with you he's there you've got him it's it's the two of you walking hand in hand it's okay and you can just go deeper with god by creating an environment where the holy spirit's voice can be strong in you and as a result, you can be strong against temptation. As a result, you can say no to the things, not by your might, but by the power of God's Holy Spirit inside of you. Ah, oh, even in weight loss. <laughs>